0: do is threaten to have a garage sale. I, I, and, and that, that kid Rupert, like,
1: No, he's gonna call his admit, bluff I'm not having a garage He's channel. gonna call his bluff
2: <laughs> I can go into any corner of this room And find like two or three drywall screws And a used band-aid and, and Tyler won't throw it out Because it's like Oh no, memories That's when me and my son were drywalling a room And somebody hurt themselves with a band-aid and like, No, I can't throw it out It's like, no He's got a point No, there, nope. there is yeah. nothing
0: Yeah, I, I can't, can't clean the base baseboards. You don't have long took me to get that dirt there just like that. <laughs> exactly,
2: yeah, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Like there's, That's
1: patina, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, there's, I mean, the last time anything, they, they, like, even, like, the cottage cheese, well, the ricotta cheese uh, <laughs> plastic tubs, like, those get, those don't get thrown out. No.
1: It's time to do the fucking plastic tub drawer or cabinet again.
2: There's one. It that has gotten super
1: unwieldy in there again. I only did it, like, two years ago, Shit, I was, and I hate it because it takes a fucking day to, to no dump
2: tech. a drawer, a drawer that to find in.
1: ten that are matching with lids and bottoms and you keep those ten and throw the rest of them away you notice that's the only time he's ever going to care about there being 10 of any matching thing in I mean, there. Because as soon as he gets something else, it's going to go in, and it's going to be the 11th one, and it's not going it, to match. It does. I just keep the stack going, and as long as, you know, I figure, like, I put a lid and a base in there. They're going to be in there later, and as we know, that's not that how it works. That doesn't work. That's not how <laughs> it works No, that's works like a That's not all. how Dude. it works. That's like putting socks in. I, I understand. It doesn't man. happen. Well, I fixed the sock thing. I just buy the same socks over and over and over and over, so I have whole bunches of them. So one, one gets a hole, I fucking throw that fucking thing away. I don't yeah. keep it. I throw it away. One disappears in the dryer. I don't notice, like because <laughs> there's always some random ass number of socks coming out of the thing. I don't care.
2: You know that was the best thing I ever did. What By Was that the what?
0: exact same type of socks all the time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, no, I was like, uh, I got divorced, and I was like, man, I need to do something about this. Uh, I, I need to take action here. And I was like, let's go out and buy socks. And so I went out and I was like, wow, here's these black socks with this orange stripe inside. And I was like, I think I'm going to buy all the socks. <laughs> and I yep. walked out with like five dozen socks. <laughs> and I was like, yep. You know, when I get home, I think I'm throwing out all my old socks. Yeah. And you're and it's a beautiful. i still you never have, have
0: to buy another pair of socks
2: i still ever. have i still have socks the three pairs of socks with that the are still banded band, they're still banded <laughs> sitting in there and i'm like no those are those are new No, those are for later yeah socks. yeah yeah you, you wash those socks they're not as sexy anymore i'm gonna put them in the freezer well, I, yeah.
1: one point, <laughs> at one point in time i did have a hosiery bag because i was buying expensive so- socks because i was working in the fashion industry and I had a bag that I'd put all my socks in. It was for hosiery, literally. They
2: make them. You, you worked the closed. sales counter at Nordstrom. There's
1: no sales counter. I was a sales representative. I sold to all the people. I had a client sales. list. I was a salesman, yes. But it's the fashion industry. you got to look the part.
2: Not to mention, you get them on They didn't discount.
0: like you because you didn't wear Nordstrom. They didn't like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the only thing they didn't like. No.
2: Okay, Betsy Johnson.
1: Uh, luckily i left them before they left me so that worked out well
2: <laughs> yeah that'd be
0: a
1: first wouldn't it <laughs> that happens most of the time I'm to imagine no like, usually they leave you no no. or they let you know that they want you to leave no that's only happened twice so. i'm
2: working in fashion at a nordstrom's in portland oregon like a state known for its you're actually a manager up there at that one i was a manager oh you one. were yeah, yeah. Ah, maybe you were working in fashion then I would
1: go upstairs and talk to the buyers and decide what we were getting for the organ, all the organ departments and
2: all that. It was, what yeah, is that? Was what what was is that? Send us all your plaid. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. I want I you to find were... the most pretentious plaid
0: that you can get, yeah, and then I want you to tag another zero onto it and then send it to us. We're going to brand it as our false, our false
1: line. So fair, there is some of that going on, but. No, it's more like they get the the managers of the larger stores, the flagship stops, together and go, what's selling? And we tell them, and we're like, they're moving this to this color and that color, or they're moving away from this fit and into that fit, and that kind of meeting and such, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's pretty much like Paris,
1: right? (laughs) It was a long way from Paris.
0: That's certainly a New York fucking runway, isn't
1: it? We did have the one lady who had a heart attack in the gallery department and galleries where they sell, like, $12,000 dresses, and the joke always was, would she look at the price tag? She straight up just fucking dropped dead in the department. It's a real thing.
2: Wait, she had a heart attack and died? She died. Wow, did they run a trace on that gun? (laughs) (laughs) No. That's a, a little bit of an inside joke here. Yeah, it is. So,
1: anyway, at that point, should we go on, guys? Whatever. ladies Nobody wants and, to hear us talk about fashion. Right? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and everyone else listening, we are Ruman Heroes, a weekly free and self-produced podcast wherein the three of us irreverently discuss a topic of societal renown. I, Tyler, study like a guy who knows what is coming. John. Yeah, you saw my line. I should have thought of that. <laughs>
2: And Rupert. I should have known. I just should have known. <laughs> that one was a gimme. Yeah. Regularly syncing this podcast to crush depth.
1: <laughs>
2: please follow or... Sorry for you can't spam. <laughs> billionaires. <laughs> Alexa
0: player supply. <laughs> right? Jesus.
1: Please follow. You know, follow.
2: We, we all live in a yellow submarine. That one was white. <laughs> there you go.
1: We hate the fucking thing. We'll want to paint it green. Anyway, um, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast feed you get us through. It's free for you. It helps us with algorithms and the internety stuff. To interact with us, we are Ruined Heroes Pod at Gmail, as well as easily found on Facebook and Twitter, where you get weekly hints. Say hi. <laughs> take guesses. We dig when you do that. John's showing us memes. He already showed me this one. Um, that was good, though. It was. Uh, so, where was I? If you'd like to get extra content as well as contribute toward the cost of the show, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash ruinedheroes and get in starting at just a buck a month. There are links in the show notes as well as on our website, ruinedheroes.com, where you can also find older episodes. Thank you to those who do give me. Dig it. It amazes me that you do.
2: Thank it's you. Thank you. So we cool. appreciate it. It's so cool. Please you know, stay on the straight and mar- narrow. Don't drop dead. Please Re- don't. Don't drop dead wrecking your ship. Visiting a shipwreck.
1: I don't think they wrecked the ship. I think they put it in water.
2: Apparently, that boat had made uh, uh, dives previously.
0: It did unmanned. <laughs> it made it made two previous dives unmanned.
1: So that, the fatal that. error is putting people inside the thing. <laughs> well,
2: well, I mean, that's what I would do if I had if I had one of those things. I would be like, let's drop it down, bring it back up, see if it looks like popcorn. Right. You know, and it's like, well, it doesn't look like popcorn. Is there water in it? There's no water. A-track player still works. Okay, fine. Go. You're good to go. Get in.
0: (laughs) Never mind the fact that they took it down to three times its
2: rated depth. Twice.
0: (laughs) And then it's like, hey, good job, guys. Let's go ahead and let's do this. Jump right on in.
2: Oh, I see. They did not understand recurring stress. Right. Uh Yeah. Anyway, anyway. The whole thing, you know, the whole thing with that was like, there's there some asshole like on shore just like waving his hand saying like, yeah, it's carbon fiber, it's carbon fiber. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. You're two miles ever down. Seen,
1: ever seen carbon fiber in a car wreck? There's <laughs> not much carbon fiber. There's, there's no fiber. There's fiber. <laughs> but there's plenty of wreck.
2: I wouldn't so. get any fucking carbon fiber. I'd want to see something Jeez. that was like two feet thick steel. Like I like steel. Like a door to NORAD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what I would yes. do. That's Giant would do. mountain door, right there, buddy. I would get a certified welder and weld together six of those NORAD doors because they're decommissioning those silos all over, all over the place. You just get six of those NORAD doors and you just like what? Well, they're already beveled, you know. You just weld them all together, you know. I want a hole that an, an Abrams can't put a hole through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. uh, you carbon fiber horseshit—that's like Thinsulate or Gore-Tex or something. That is just wearing a windbreaker. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just like yeah, it's carbon. Fi- Shut up.
1: How about a hintro? It's
2: made out of pencil leads.
1: How about a hintro? Do you think the topic would have figured out what was going on? <laughs> so there's a intro. Uh, so this is <coughs> this is actually the tenant of a church of sorts that I can't tell you the name because I might give it away. The way of all peace is to scale the mountain of self. Loving others makes the climb down easier. We see all things darkly until love lights the lamp of the
2: soul. Are we doing Scientology? No, but you're in... It comes up. Briefly, but it does come up. Is this some obscure religion or something?
1: What this? Well, yes, it is kind of an obscure religion, <laughs> but but no, that's not the actual topic. Oh, the, t- the topic said this, so it's a person. Okay. I understand what you must go through by even professing to go to a church that was started by a psychic, because I have decided I hate psychics.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I heard that, I heard that <laughs> said...
2: By them, you can <laughs> hear it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we we did Alistair Crawley, right? We did
1: Crowley years ago. Yeah.
2: Are we doing Anton Lavey? Nope. nope.
1: But you're kind of you're kind of right. Area um, a little more modern. Make yourself go go a little bit more modern. Last one and more cringy. Yes, last one more cringy than Anton Lavey. <laughs> the amazing Kreshkin said this.
2: Kreskin. Yep. Not Crushkin. Creskin, fine. Crushkin is something you set it, up for Easter.
1: It's
0: the <laughs> I thought it was a Jewish dessert. It's mm-hmm.
1: it's the height of irresponsibility and it indirectly aids the criminal because the people who believe the psychic may have less of a reason to continue to search for the victim.
2: Gene Dixon? Nah. Don't know who Jean Dixon is. She wrote an astrology
1: column. You are really close. You were in the right arena then. <laughs> you were really, really close. Uh,
2: i trying to think of some sort of, like, astrology, tarot person.
1: Well, it's not astrology, and it's not tarot directly. Uh, and it's somebody you probably haven't thought about in a while you haven't know, probably seen her on TV for a while. But there was a very popular TV psychic in the eighties um, and nineties and even into the aughts named Sylvia Brown. Do you remember this Joker? Never heard of her. She was
0: the one that could always find the missing kids. Never heard of her. You'll remember her as yeah. we go through. God, she is just a
2: she's a unique piece special case. Okay, I feel good. Never um, would have gotten that. Never Sylvia Brown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sources
1: skepticalinquirer.org, theguardian.com, Wikipedia I use a lot of, all allthat'sinteresting.com, rationalwiki.org, and yahoo.com.
2: Um, some article. You guys had heard of this person before you started this topic? Yes. Oh. You, again, when, she's on par with like John Edwards and things like you'll, that. You'll
1: remember. You'll, you, as we go through, I think you'll remember this.
2: I'm out of touch. Uh, this, this isn't a bad. Uh, this so this was the... she? <laughs> there,
0: maybe that—that's kind of what she looks like. No. Okay.
1: Okay.
2: Well. No knowledge of this person let's whatsoever. Do this.
1: Born Sylvia Celeste Shoemaker, October nineteenth, nineteen thirty-six. Another Kansas... self-loathing
2: Jew. That's great. <laughs>
1: in Kansas City, Missouri, to parents, parents William Lee and Celeste Shoemaker. Oddly, Dad would never make shoes, but rather. Would hold a number of progressive... Num- or Is this like progressive M-A-K-E-R
2: or M-A-C-H-E-R? M-A-K-E-R. Maker. Hmm? I thought we were doing Schumacher.
1: Nope. Maker. So uh, so Dad would have a, hold a progressive it. number of jobs, including jewelry sales, mail delivery, and the vice president of a freight line
2: for a little while. Was he in the fashion industry? <laughs>
1: Mom's jobs were not noted Mom's jobs were not noted So she was probably a stay-at-home mom The family was mostly Catholic But extended family went from Episcopalian to Jewish And she gained a broad spectrum of religious education along the way She would eventually claim That over 300 years of her family history Harbored psychics (laughs) Mostly following the maternal line
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay Okay Warm or not, I'm drinking it (laughs) Yep
2: (laughs) wait they they went from like wait what she was saying she was like episcopalian (coughs) and jewish and then some of her
1: family was episcopalian some of her family was jewish there was a bunch of in-between stuff her family her prominent in-house family so her immediate family was mostly catholic
0: oh don't worry the guilt the guilt thing still works in all three of them the
1: guilt thing still works everywhere yes yeah but 300 years religious of guilt is always there 300 years of family history of psychics is a little interesting
2: <laughs> I bet you showing up in Catholic Church with a name like shoemaker raised more eyebrows
0: <laughs> maybe that's why they changed it from a CH to a K
2: oh yeah oh oh yeah that's why they did it Part oh, of the conversion oh yeah yeah no that the, 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 that, that fixed everything yeah they put a that they, they they gave Vanna white a hundred dollars to turn over a K instead of a CH. There you go. There you go. That's how it works. Apparently
1: she's suing. As of like yesterday, she's suing because she hasn't had a raise in like ten years. Anyway.
2: Uh, yeah, I've heard that, but like I don't think you can sue because you haven't had a raise. What the know. fuck is that? I don't know. I'm not in charge. There's no suing over that. What is that? So What do you got? Get an insurance claim because you didn't have a raise? What you, that's just I'm like, not
1: in charge. It just don't doesn't know. work. Don't, don't fucking... Why are you asking this shit of me? <laughs> So, plus well, Vanna
2: White getting a raise like limited sympathy here on the job this According country.
0: to Celebrity Net Worth, the bitch is worth 85 million dollars. Okay? Right. You know what? Cry me a freaking whiver.
1: And uh, that's how you can see you can hire a lawyer with 85 million dollars. You know, she should be paying capital gains.
0: <laughs> okay, so she
1: actually she makes 10 she's got 10 million dollars more than Pat Sajak
0: does. He's a host. Right. So she's got another she's got 10 million dollars more than he
1: does. Ah, frick. Joke on I'm it not in charge So anyway So this is the one oh profession Jesus. Other than oh.
2: porn Where women make more <laughs> <laughs> Letter turners
1: Unfortunately and there's she, only you know,
2: one job
1: And she doesn't
0: <laughs> have to go and touch anybody Come anywhere near them She was the one person that could stay at her job During COVID and not wear a mask Because she was automatically At least six feet away from everybody
2: all right, so I'm around. gonna bring her up when anybody <laughs> says 78 cents on the dollar. I'm just, I'm just bringing it. I'm just like, sorry, no, not Vanna White, no, <laughs> no. I don't even think she says anything on the show. She just like wanders across and flips a letter.
0: All right, All I mean, right. she did
2: a Playboy spread she like did. back in the 80s. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was kind of hot, actually. One of the few where these famous people do a spread, and you're like, hey, it's pretty good.
1: It was quite the to do.
2: Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, I don't. Know.
1: So. Back to Sylvia Brown. It's better
2: than Tanya Harding. That was back a terrible spread.
1: Back to Sylvia Brown. No, but she, she was a big fan of the Sil- club. Sylvia Brown would claim that her first, quote, vision came around the age of five when she would get advice from her grandmother on how to translate the visions. She would go on to believe in these visions and soon share them with the world. She would run off to college and claim to get a degree, but that would later be contested. It is now It is now <laughs> known that she may not have graduated from college at all.
2: Either I'm trying way, trying to figure out who contests the degree.
1: Well, when you become as prominent as this lady is, and uses a big like thing, like, they started looking at. It. Either way, her next yeah, because okay,
2: you need a degree for being a psychic.
1: Yeah right. Um, either way, her next move was to spend a reported by her eighteen years as a Catholic teacher. This is possible since the timeline kind of tracks, but I found no real evidence um, again outside of her own claims. So this was her telling her own story
2: there's no actual position uh for I'd, a catholic teacher
1: I, but i mean like if you were working at a catholic school there might be a record or something of it right yeah
2: you'd be like i was a teacher at a catholic school right i wasn't a catholic teacher well,
1: I-, <laughs> I mean
2: what are you okay. teaching catholicism
1: I thought that it was implied that she was teaching in a Catholic school.
2: Oh, no, I didn't get that. Okay. I thought you were talking about Father Karras and the Exorcist. No, no.
1: <laughs> no, no. Take me, take me. In 1959, she married Gary Dufresne. Not, Duf- not a, Duf- a Jew. Fresny, <laughs> a D-U-F-R-E-S-N-E. Yes. Dufresne. That's Dufresne. There's an S in there. Yes. And a bunch of other letters. Yes. That's Dufresne.
2: Tony Fugazi.
1: Sure, it's Tony Fugazi, I like. Yeah, him. Um, I, I've, I found a note somewhere. That said, he had married once before, and or that she had married once before in 1959, but it had been annulled. I can't, I couldn't find the source a second time. Well, because it's was So annulled. whatever link I clicked on, it's was annulled. It never yeah, happened. Yeah, it's gone. Nah. Whatever source I clicked on, clicked on that had that first annulled one. I
2: don't know. No, you so got to erase that. That's the so law.
1: We're going to count this. <laughs> we're going to count this as her first marriage. Yeah, so you,
2: that, you can't run a trace on that marriage. Um, it's gone. To, to Gary it doesn't f- f- exist anymore. Gary Fugazi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Either way, her marriage to... Duf- really? Dufresne.
1: Yes, for reals. There's no... Um, good Good thing they're going to get divorced, because I can't do this. <laughs> um, <her laughs> the marriage- way
2: you pronounced it was more exciting and, yeah. and required Fresny, more effort. Dufresne
1: works better. <laughs> anyway, her marriage to this dude... <laughs> Using a lot last of letters. Until, until, I did. Until 1972, and produced two sons, Paul and Christopher. Is their last name Dufresne? Uh, yes. Um, so, as... Uh, Fresney.
0: <laughs> I can't believe
2: you said is that, that. Is dude. that near Fresno?
1: Ow, it's what it says to Fresno, right there.
2: English is not a phonetic language.
1: I'm fucking aware. That's not even fucking English. Hey, spell knife for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, as she was leaving her teaching job, she started doing psychic readings. This would be the early to mid seventies. It worked well enough that she was making some money at it. Um, it. It's good because it needed to. She Her marriage had gone away. She didn't have another working person around. She claimed to be in contact with a spirit guide called Francine. This kept her going for a few years, but it was not quite enough as she believed she was destined for greatness. Ha! <laughs> Not to get too tied up in her career, she married a second, maybe third, depending on how you're counting time in nineteen seventy three. This time to Kenziel Brown. Kenziel K E N Z I L
2: Kenzel. Alright. I said enough of this. <laughs> that qualifies. That is a kick me name. <laughs> I think it is That's a kick me name. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's Kenziel. You know, his parents had to hate him. I had to have. You it's know? like, you know what? We didn't want this kid anyway. Well, let's just make sure he gets his ass or beat every day in, in grade maybe school. Maybe it's
1: some obscure biblical thing or something like that.
2: It it sounds that. like a rectal infection.
1: <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, last name Brown is spelled B-R-O-W-N. Okay? This is when she'd shed her maiden name. Wait, and go that's not how Brown. you spell Brown? That's how most people spell Brown. Uh, this is when she'd shed her name and start using last name Brown. So, shoemaker's out the window. Uh, she would add the E on the end of brown a few years later. Brown A. Made...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it there.
1: <laughs> get, out the, get out the shovel.
2: Chuck yeah. <laughs> on a ox
1: on This marriage would last until 1988 and produced no kids, only the name
2: change. Babe! You got something out of it. Yeah,
1: she got a name out of it, right?
2: Actually, though, that's got to be pretty frustrating, though. You divorce some chick, and then she's like, no, I'm making money doing psychic readings. Wow, you really (laughs) didn't need me.
1: Using an altered version of your last name.
2: Yeah, it's just like...
0: Yeah. Well, Kenzel is a really popular name in Kenya,
1: Ghana, and Jamaica. I don't think seeing the pictures of
2: this guy, he was from any of those places,
1: but he could have been. He looks awfully white to me.
2: No, you don't know that. Did you just assume his I, race? You did. <laughs>
0: Jesus,
2: you just assu- you
0: just assumed somebody's cultural heritage, their wow. race, everything. Wow, you just really went there, didn't you?
1: Well, show's finally over, guys. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> was the end. I didn't know that was how it was gonna happen, but uh, so uh, keeping with trends, she saw that Elron Hubbard's new church was doing pretty well. <laughs> Told you it'd come up.
2: Well, it's not like everybody <laughs> and their brother didn't see that L. Ron Hubbard went from cheesy sci-fi writer to somehow making bank, right? And a lot of people, myself included, tax-free as, bank at as that. a young teen, because like that the, the the commercial for that Dianetics book yep. that was on every All thirty seconds, that- and it was just like that Dianetics guy's making some money. Well, he's making a lot of commercials, at least. So yeah, so she saw his church was doing pretty well. Her plan? It's like bigger than a hair club for men with size burling. Her plan was to start her own club, or her own club, I guess is work her, that works. Her, her own, own church. hair club?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you jumbled me up. But yeah, start her own church. In 1986... You, you didn't say cult right. Well, I mean, <laughs> you mispronounced the word cult. I have a hard time with spelling, okay? <laughs> Most of the letters were there. <laughs> So in 1986, she founded the Gnostic Christian Church. That's like Gnostic? Gnostic, yes. The Gnostic Christian Church. Society of Novus Spiritus. That's the name of the church. Wow. So, do
2: they have a cross with like five slashes across it or something? It's actually not that far from something like It is. <laughs> yeah, <far>. it's <laughs> like one of those.
1: I just saw a stripe on it. <laughs> yeah. It's, put a little lightning mark in there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's not far. Throw a
0: dove a somewhere in the picture. <laughs> hey, we need some whiskers. A cat,
2: cat whiskers. <laughs>
1: well,
2: that's the thing. Is like some churches, like really most churches, come up with some choice logos, but some
1: really miss the mark. Some just don't quite make it. Like the Catholics really should just have a little boy penis. Anyway, um, so this, this cult, if you will, John. There's a lot of Catholics out in our audience. I would That's not my fault. <laughs> this, this cult still exists, but no longer calls itself a church, except, I imagine, to the U.S. government for tax evasion purposes. Uh, but maybe so they for finally other they accepted well. their lot in life and are going by cult. Uh, well, I mean, they call themselves a group, but they do have Sunday services. I did watch one. This is where I heard that quote of her telling saying she hated psychics. Um, and and the guy who's doing it, like the the guy who's leading these Sunday services, oh wow, this is just so cringe. He is something else. He's so horrible. He looks first off, he looks absolutely dead ringer for a pedophile. So I assumed his nature again. Yes. Secondly, he is not good on Mike Like worse than us. It was horrible to That's watch. That's a pretty bold statement. Yeah, it was horrible to watch. Wow! Did you make it all the way through the end? I was typing at the same time, so yes. If I had not been doing other things at the same time... Like, I had it on for background noise while I was working on the episode, because it seemed like it might be some poignant stuff.
0: It was, it was awful. So was it? It was awful. Was it poignant? Um, no, no. Um, <laughs> I
1: did get that good quote out of it, though. Yeah, well. uh, <laughs> You realize you'll never get that time back. So, the, the I know. I, I was writing notes anyhow, though. The, the church was set up as a monument to, quote, God, and featured no fear, no guilt, no sin, no hell, and no Satan, for whatever it's worth. Well, I don't know what you're getting together for, then. I don't either. <laughs> like, even AA that.
0: has some of that in it, right? <laughs> so it's an agnostic Anton LaVey.
1: Kind it, of, <laughs> it's... Kinda, it's <laughs> It's the biggest church ever, almost, except for the one that ordained me. But, you know.
2: That's like a biker club where you don't have to own a motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know Pretty what the much. hell that is. That's like a sex club where that's nobody what, has that's sex. That's where we are. <laughs> that's what it is.
0: They, they, she wanted a swingers club. Well, this isn't. But one of those, with
1: monogamous people. This doesn't, right? those, she, yeah, this doesn't seem to be one of those sexy, sexy churches. There's not much stupid kids going on and around in this church, oddly enough
2: but I mean well like, it's not
1: That's because it's not a church well, there's that and but John showed you pictures of her like there's not much sexy sexy oh, going yeah. on oh yeah no god no not with your dick and him pushing yeah hell no are
0: you crazy
2: no not normally you're retarded I'm would yeah. should bring up her picture again
1: oh god
2: <laughs> like as far as psychics go still no still no I don't know about the top right, but like those things in the middle there, it's like that. that's like nah, the best looking nah, psychic I've ever nah, seen. Nah,
1: it's a hard fucking no, dude.
2: Are you kidding me? Bring up, uh... Oh, Jesus. Stop it.
0: What? You, you, you want John Edwards instead? What's he gonna fuck, Yuri Geller?
1: I don't know. Like
2: Yuri Geller was a good looking guy. <laughs> Yuri Geller was a good looking guy. But like Kreskin? Oh, not a good... Linda Goodman? No, not good. Uh, Gene Dixon? Whoa, no, not, not good. good. Miss Cleo, Anton <laughs> LeBay I mean, I don't know. Like, like you—you're going on an an absolute scale. I'm going on the sliding. You have sp- to fuck a psychic. I'm. You have to fuck <laughs> a psychic. She's am She's
0: first. I'll start my own church and fuck myself. Okay, it's called masturbation. She's Hell the living. first exactly.
2: pick in the in the psychic sex club. I, I know. I,
1: have- I know lots of people that can claim to fucking have visions. In fact, my no, my kid's no, mother no. claimed to have visions. No, oh, no I got no, it under control already. You
2: have visions every time you fall down in the kitchen. I. <laughs> But like in that then, one time, in terms of like, <laughs> then it was falling down the stairs. And that then it was then falling into the campfire. Uh, oh, hey, you <laughs> gotta go on a sliding scale. Like in terms of psychics, that's which, pretty which, good. Which, which
0: one of those falls gave you the best vision? <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ! Yeah, he had visions too. Bring up Gene Dixon on that. 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 that anyway. Thing. With her spirit guide... J-E-A-N Dixon. With
1: with her spirit guide and angels in tow, Brown was set to make her next big break.
2: Yeah, you see what I'm talking about? No, because it's pointed at you. See what I'm talking about? You gotta go back to fucking like when they invented photography to find a picture of her that's good looking. (laughs) Crazy. Anyway... With her spirit guide... I'd fuck this shoemaker check. With, <laughs> with her spirit... My standards are low. Yes, they are. With her
1: spirit guide and angels in tow, Brown was set to make her next big break, and this may be where you first encountered her. She would become a regular, almost weekly guest on the Montel Williams, who was your Facebook... Or your first hint, God. show in 1991... Man, this, there's
2: a name I haven't heard in a long ass time. But you can still picture him, can't you? I was probably okay not hearing that name. I'm not. <laughs> see, because that's all he did was like the talk show, right? Am I? He crazy? did some.
1: He did some other like comedy in it or something like that. He had some other no, maybe you're acting. Th- you're maybe thinking something. of the other
2: guy. You're thinking of Arsenio Hall. Arsenio definitely did comedy. Because Arsenio yeah. Hall shows up in *Coming to America*, right? Yeah, Am yeah, he was—he was—he
1: was often in Eddie Murphy. Movies, but he had—he had, a, so, he had yeah. the
2: same shitty, shitty talk show.
1: Yes, pretty much. But, his, his, but uh, woo. Ma-
2: woo, woo, woo. <laughs> but 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 like a minute. Montel was like afternoons and he, yes. was, yeah. huge. he, he was, was huge. He was probably right
0: there next in the same time slot as Sally Jesse Raphael.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sally and Geraldo. Yeah and, like uh, four, move, yeah. four o'clock. Phil Donahue.
2: Four yep. o'clock um, when the wife would move. start hitting the, the the booze so that she was buzzed by the time husband got home, preferably sloshed. <laughs> um, and and Montel was. was and, and Arsenia too were were quite the the, the, the sex appeal. Guys. They were the lookers, yeah. They, they were the really hot guys, and she, she was on there weekly. Yep, roughly weekly. Wow, predicting what? Well, we're gonna get into some of this.
1: This presence would escalate her popularity at an insane rate. It was not long before she was charging over two hundred dollars for a thirty-minute phone consultation, and started working with police and other
2: investigative agencies. <laughs> Wow! So four hundred bucks an hour—that's that's more money than you can make taking your clothes off.
1: Yes, alas, she had already been under some scrutiny due to her involvement in a gold mine. She claimed to have seen that the mine would produce, and investors lined up. Brown and her husband Kenzil, at the time, would be indicted on multiple charges <coughs> of investment of investment fraud and grand theft. How was that fraud? Well. Because uh, all of this investment was based on the false pretenses under which she had sold shares in the mine. Like, as what? well As as well as what? the redirection of some of those funds.
0: Okay, the redirection of the funds. What? That's one if, thing. You but, know, there's a lot of questions answered if you let me read the fucking paragraph. <laughs> but it's impossible it to actually sit there and guarantee 100% a gold mine will produce.
1: Yeah, but it was a defunct gold mine. She, her a angels defunct told her gold work. mine. Her angels told her that it was going to work. She got people to invest based on that. That's not fraud. That's
2: stupid, I'm people. not <laughs> finished.
1: <laughs> Good luck. I know.
2: Some of the funds were found to have I feel been... like watching Montel Williams. ...were found to
0: have been transferred directly to her account. I think we or should have that. just done Montel Williams instead. That's just that. that that's yeah, just directly that. into her account.
2: All right, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> and you can do your long face.
1: So, as I said, some of the funds were found to have been transferred directly into her account or that of a, quote, charity she was in charge of. Ultimately, she would plead no contest on the fraud charges and would be charged with grand larceny. Uh, She and her former husband were sentenced to one-year probation, and she would get another 200 hours of community service. But that's all for... Taken millions of dollars from a handful of stupid people, invested them based on your uh, angel's so, words.
0: So let me get this straight. Her
1: 200 hours of community <laughs> service could probably be written off by working for her own charity. Uh-huh. I'm guessing there's probably some of that built in. I
2: love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, if I stand on a street corner with a bo- box of, like, popcorn... And I say, there's a million dollars at the bottom of this box of popcorn. Who wants to invest? It's a thousand dollars a share. To see if there's a, and people give me a thousand dollars. I don't think that's fraud. They did that with soap. Yeah, but I don't think that's fraud. They would literally put a hundred dollar bill inside of a bar of soap. Yeah, I know. Charlie and soap. the Chocolate Factory. But like, the thing but, of it is, is like, if you're selling shares not in a mine, really, like.
1: Based I, on I mean, your
2: astral plane inc- 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 you know, incantations and stuff, like, I mean... I, 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 I think that should have been a learning lesson for people. I know, exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a point where the pitch is so ludicrous that, like, I really don't think it's fraud anymore. <coughs> I mean, if you, you know, if you're...
1: I, I agree that if you're
2: in, if you're
1: moronic investments... ...are your issue, then they should be your issue, not a governmental one. I get yeah. it. But at the same time, it is still kind of fraud. Well, it was... It was if no, you can't, no,
2: it's really not!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it really isn't! There was the, mis- the
0: misappropriation of funds, yes. Bad, sure. But, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to worry about whether or not you're going to save somebody from the consequences of their own stupid actions... I mean, yes, we do this I, damn podcast, I, see, okay? I, I
1: agree, the, and if you listen to it, it's your own fucking fault.
0: Here's
2: oh the thing.
1: Don't is, bitch
0: about it.
2: If, is if son of Sam goes out killing people because the dog told him to, is the dog liable for a fraud <laughs> charge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, at some point... I was wondering where we were going with <laughs> that. At some Bad point... dog. <laughs>
1: You kill a bunch of people. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> dog's fault. You know, and I don't know. I uh, I, I don't know. I, it made me happy to know that one of these idiots got locked up. For, well, at least got charged for a change. Yeah, but she got a <laughs> there Hunter was Biden no sentence. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Total slap on the wrist. So, with her second marriage in the tubes and her TV appearances increasing, she knew it was time to branch out and she started writing books. The first was Adventures of a Psychic released in nineteen ninety and followed by around forty more books throughout her lifetime. Holy
2: crap.
1: Yes. <laughs> this this
0: this woman had a okay. whole lot of shit that she shoveled right into that <laughs> wheelbarrow.
2: I am doing something wrong in life. <laughs> I'm doing you're something not, wrong You're not life. writing books. You're not a psychic. you doing something wrong in life. I mean, just like there's the people come, just pull this shit out of there. Yeah, I just got hauled in for fraud. And like, as soon as I got hauled in for fraud and the case went away, then I started making more money. So, started... Uh-huh. Who are these people? The rich people. Not us. I'm
1: going to change so my name to Shoemaker. Most... <laughs> Brown was an E at this point in time. Most, most of these books were essentially self-help and psychic ideas uh, that were hard to swallow and seemed like she was feeding her own ego by writing them.
2: Many would become New York Times bestsellers. Which has always a, been a question oh, the of... the American public. <laughs> always been a question in my mind why people who subscribe to the New York Times, you know, they consider themselves like, oh, I subscribe to the Times, and it's like, <laughs> look at who's on the top of the bestsellers list. I subscribe. You notice I don't mention it very often. <laughs> I, I do them. not believe you. I, I,
1: we can go look at my garbage bin because I deleted the today's. I get a daily from them.
2: So you pay them a monthly for them? No, fee no,
1: fucking free. I don't pay bop, shit bop, to anybody bop, if I bop, can avoid bop, it. Bop, 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 bop. I'm a church, bitch.
0: My not- innate <laughs>
2: sense of greed is profound. You're not a subscriber unless you're paying money. <laughs> if you're not paying no, money... No, you're, la-
0: you're, you're just freeloading off the system. I yeah. am freeloading <laughs> off of the system.
2: I'm
1: smart enough as a freeloader to figure it out, and right? I get some free shit.
0: Hey, they, they, they're giving it away for free. Why not take it?
1: I did have that subscription to the
2: Chicago Tribune, but that was uh, an yeah, introductory you're not pay- thing. You're and It was paying- only because I needed to read some articles for research. You're not, not paying not anything. That's, that's like me saying I subscribe to Harbor Freight email. <laughs> it's like, you know. Uline Catalogs. I subscribe to Uline Catalogs. Yeah, yeah.
1: Trust me, they send me nine a year.
0: Rock Auto updates me every week, right?
2: <laughs> I'm insulating my house with this shit. I th- the fact that I can't heat my house solely on line catalogs <laughs> frustrates me to no end. There's a way to do it. I have a paper shredder. I've got a big bucket. Maybe a little cornstarch. Mix it all up. Press it into a log. Boom. There Make you go. Make a pinata. <laughs> I don't know.
0: So- See all the things you can do with this.
2: <laughs> i got to figure so- out a way to write 40 books after a fraud charge and be a millionaire. That's what i got to do. There you go. Set my so, sights higher. I think that's what it is. Low aspirations. Yeah. you got to set that bar really, really, really low. To, to get really high.
0: Yeah. So,
1: America been duped by this lady, but we had a hero in here. The amazing Randy, Randy a.k.a. James Randy, who was your second hint this week. A well-known mentalist and magician, Randy made a, made a bit of a place for himself by challenging people who claimed to have psychic powers to prove it. Starting with a $10,000 award and moving to a $1 million award (laughs) later, Randy would openly challenge the likes of Yuri Geller and Brown, often on shows that she had appeared on. Brown would publicly accept Randy's challenge, but would avoid actually meeting him. She would initially claim that Randy did not have the money ready, at which point he sent her a notarized bank statement (laughs) that showed over a million dollars in his account for the challenge... She would refuse the letter, and Randy would then publicly state that he would, against the challenge rules, put the prize money in escrow for her, should she actually show up to prove herself. <laughs> 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 this guy's a fucking hero. Yeah. I mean, make
2: no mistake about it. Like, I love the amazing Randy. He was actually a fantastic magician in his own right. Really good, yes. But in terms of exposing fraud and in terms of, like, on-air personality and everything like that, he was a phenomenal human being. But the fact that a man who could discover fraud and, and reveal it... And and reveal the hidden truth about it. anybody couldn't discover his own gayness until like <laughs> ten years before his death was always mystifying to me. That was that, like I don't know what was up with that. Like Jesus, dude, man. Like like that guy came out as gay in like the two thousands or the late nineties or something. It was like he ridiculous. Came, came from
1: a world where that was hush hush, yo.
2: Not in the nineties. Come on. It uh, it took like that crazy. time to get there, yeah. yeah it was crazy. I mean,
1: in, in the 90s, he was weirdy beardy and all that stuff.
2: Oh, well, yeah, Allen Ginsberg came out in the 50s, and they <laughs> look the same. They're the same person, just so you know. You know, they're hanging out with Mr. Natural in the gay zone. I mean, Jesus.
1: Ginsburg
2: Ginsberg was a homo, you know. He came so, out. He was, like, sharp about it. So... Um, oh. It's gonna hurt your career as a musician. She,
1: still so Brown claimed. Brown claimed to have never received notification of the monetary hold, but Randy would produce a receipt showing that That's she rejected shit. Re- receipt showing showing that she had rejected the notification letter. So he had a notarized, you know, like a, a delivery receipt letter, and she had rejected it. So he's like, you, you didn't receive man. it. You just didn't take it. She just right. did
0: the, you the,
2: refused it. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna <laughs> sign for a thing. Yeah. Like here, it says Amazing yep.
0: Randy right on it. Yep. It's like, oh, shit. I'm not getting uh-uh. in here. Uh-uh.
2: Uh-uh. I'm staying out of this pool. Here, here's a tip for you youngsters out there listening to the show. If you get a letter saying, I'm holding a million dollars for you, you received that letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the letters you received. And you better be able to come correct with
0: your psychic prediction, right? Well, we're all going to die someday. Okay, give me my money.
1: So, oh, done. so this little feud and, and shit would, would continue for years before she eventually claimed on camera that she, quote, had nothing to prove. So way to accept the challenge and dodge it for years.
2: Yeah. Crazy bitch. You're talking like she might not have been a psychic. <laughs> yeah. You're talking like that. Possibly. In
1: 1994, her third, well, perhaps fourth, depending on how you're counting, marriage took place This time to Larry Beck, uh, who would stand by her side while she developed her, quote, church. He was often a speaker or preacher and would do much of the heavy lifting in 2002 when he had eventually had enough and he left her as well. So, again... Like, it, you, it's hard being with somebody who claims they have visions. Like but see, I mean,
0: that's she couldn't a, that, figure out that this, these guys were all these marriages were going to fail.
2: Crackpot. That speaks to her genuineness because that's, if you're if you're married to somebody who's doing a fraud as a psychic, they're just like. Uh, but if you're married to somebody who genuinely believes they're a psychic. You could could come home from, I think you could just like walk in from sending some hamburgers out on the barbecue and you go, you're cheating on me. I know it. I just saw the cat jumped across the the Cheetos box and that means you're cheating on me. (laughs) You know I mean? So if they genuinely believe it, that's a lot of divorce. So I think she genuinely believed it. I think she did. Yeah. There were other detractors. You're going to try and stick it in my ass. I can tell you're going to try and stick it in my hand.
1: There were other detractors, and they would continue <laughs> in after, <my> mouth. <laughs> after her eventual death, but few had as large a standpoint as, the, as these cases she would be advised on. Starting in 1999, so this is, we're going to go through a handful of cases, Brown would tell folks, often law enforcement, that she charged, um, that she charged almost $800 for each vision. So she's charging law enforcement $800 for each vision. Um, and they're paying what, it. what would happen to a missing oh. person? And this is part Stacks of what you, on them. This is part yeah. of what got her really famous. In 1999, she would or she would say that 6-year-old kidnapping victim, Opal Joe Jennings, was taken and put into sex slavery in Japan. Opal would be found dead near Fort Worth, Texas, having been killed the night she was taken. So, that's not what happened and she wasn't right at all. <laughs> now, this, this was half a world away. And the parents are holding up hope that her daughter, or their daughter's going to be found. And no, she's just in a shallow grave outside Fort Worth, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of all. I think it's actually a step up, you know. Well, I mean, at least there's closure. Well, if you're like, to, but, you know, if you're involved in some sort of like, you know, sex slavery thing, down, lying down, tied up to a bed behind a pachinko machine, that's a lot <laughs> worse than dropping dead in a Fort Worth parking lot you know one drop dead she was murdered so
1: she would next make a prediction about the missing Congress congressional intern Chandra levy when oh Le- you remember this there is a name more, I know and now <laughs> you're starting to recount some of this When Levy was discovered in Rock Creek Park in Washington, 2001, she would claim to have given this information. As it turns out, police were already searching this area, so not much of a prediction if you have a police scanner. (laughs) (laughs) So she was right that Levy was there, but only after the police said that Levy was probably there. She gets one. (laughs) No, she just figured out how
0: to up her game. Like, okay, I've I got I, I to have at least one in the win column here, guys. i got to cheat.
2: <laughs> yeah, plus it was in the 90s. Radio Shack was still in business. You go get right. yourself a police scanner.
0: Yeah, she probably paid attention to what John Edwards was doing. it's like, okay, you know what? If I'm going to fake this shit, I've got to be able to fake it better than this. Back it up a little bit. Yeah. In
1: 2002, on the Montel show, she would meet with the parents of Sean Hornbeck, who had gone missing months before. This was a standard ruse on the Montel show. Sometimes she would cold read audience members at others she would speak to a special guest. In either case, offering her visions about the circumstances of the person or people um, (laughs) that the people were working through. She told the parents of the missing 11-year-old boy that their son, Sean, had been kidnapped by a Hispanic man with dreadlocks and was now dead. Five years later, Sean Hornbeck would be found alive and well with his kidnapper, Michael Devlin, a white guy with short hair. The boy's stepfather said that Brown offered to do a private reading for $700. They said no, and she denied that they... She denied the claim. Uh-huh. So, not right, and trying to get another $700 out of grieving parents lovely individual but kind of bold because you know hispanic dreadlock hispanic dreadlock is pretty unique (laughs) like i think you may not know how to say jamaican
2: (laughs) but whatever (coughs) dominican republic okay that'll work because it's like adjacent to haiti (laughs) yeah
1: Mm -hmm. and they're
2: hispanic that could work I could see Dominican. There's like a few Dominicans, maybe in a skate park or something, <laughs> doing, the, doing the dreadlock routine. I could see it.
0: Yeah, but not a white dude with short hair. No. Not a white dude with short hair. No. Still <laughs> not a white hair. Still not that.
2: Yeah, but he could have been the... He Named
1: could, Michael Devlin? Seriously.
2: Right? <laughs> well, he could have been one of those white Hispanics like George Zimmerman. Yeah. <laughs> You know, or it it's worse, like you know, they just say that
1: he was a kidnapping fucking sludge. But other than that, you know, clearly not a dreadlock, dreadlocked Hispanic person.
2: Um, so well, again, I think if I take up kidnapping, I'm growing deadlock dreadlocks.
1: <laughs> so you're easily identifiable. Yes, yeah, bald guy <laughs> with white dreadlocks, Four white gray hair, dreadlocks sticking dreadlocks out the of his and head. like
2: a. A goatee kind of action. <laughs> you, 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 of, you've,
0: got to, you've got to dread your goatee. Yeah. That's what you need to do. That's what, oh,
2: I like it. Yeah. I like it. Or the ear hair. Ooh, D- yeah. Dread the ear hair? Dread the ear oh, hair? Dude, you have a
1: fashion trend. That would be great. Ear hair, nose hair.
2: Yeah. Chest hair. Yeah. Leg hair. <laughs> only for old men. <laughs> it's <laughs> the only hair we have left to dread. I'll be like an eye towel Colonel Sanders. That's... <laughs> Again in 2002,
1: she would tell the public that Linda McClelland, who had gone missing in 2000, or she would tell that Linda McCle- McClelland, who had gone missing in 2000, um, had been taken by a man with the initials MJ and was alive and well in Orlando, Florida. Turns out that in 2003, David Rapasky, McClelland's son-in-law, who was there when Brown made this initial claim, was convicted for murder after McClellan's remains were found near his home. So, again, knocking it out of the park, doing a great job telling people. Did she own. ever get any of them right? We'll, we'll get to that.
2: I don't. Right, Linda McClellan. We'll, we'll, get, well, she got Rock Creek part right.
1: Well, I mean, that, I mean, we I, we can only kind of give her that one. Yeah. The
2: police got that one right. Linda McClellan, that that could be a. It's not a bad name. No, nah, it could be. She could have some money and be kind of semi-attractive. The next big That'd one would be on, be on the stage. Montel show in 2004. Well, they are all on the Montel show. Well, a apparently. lot of them were.
1: Not all of them. But apparently. Uh, Brown told the mother of Amanda Berry, who had been oh, kidnapped... that's a
2: foxy name.
1: ...who had been kidnapped 19 months earlier. Don't say that about a child. Um, yeah, okay.
2: I she, didn't know she was a child at the time.
1: She would say, quote, She's not alive, honey. End quote. And that she is, in uh, quote, in water. End quote. Because she had a vision of Barry's jacket and some garbage with DNA on it. Turns out this was not the case. <laughs> she was found in the middle of the Sahara. <laughs> You're seeing a trend. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Barry escaped from captivity when, by Ariel Castro, the motherfucker. In Ariel 2000- Castro, that sounds familiar. He's that guy who harbored those women in his basement for all those years. That yeah. guy. Yeah, that motherfucker. Uh, that guy. So, so yeah, uh, guy Amanda Barry escaped. Like, she was kidnapped in 2000 ish, 2002, maybe. She escaped in 2013 from Castro's place. Yeah. That shit's crazy. That's crazy. So, uh, not dead and not underwater. Right. Uh, unfortunately, Barry's mother died two years after the quote, vision and would never know of the inc- incorrect. Oh, God.
2: Wow. Prediction. That's fucked up. That's a dark fucking moment, isn't it? But if you're in the basement, you are underneath most of the the plumbing (laughs) lines. So yeah, technically you could be underwater there. I guess technically... Technically technically you are underwater.
0: Yeah. And you could be, you know, you you could be suffocating. He could be suffocating you at times. Oh, that guy.
1: So... In 2006 she I'm in the
2: only house I know right now That has a basement <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> Actually pretty good Mostly
1: dry some of the time
2: <laughs> Yeah I could hide a chick down there For a while so it would be a couple of days. I, I know where you'd put her. A couple of days welding up some bars and putting some bars in the window. But, like, yeah, you could do it in this house. There, there's
1: already some doors with asps on the outside. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Actually, for, this, whole ha- other reason. this house
2: <laughs> looks like the house that has Think. somebody in Think the, in the basement, basement for several years. <laughs> That's exactly what this house looks like.
1: So in two thousand six she would speak about the Sago mining disaster that left thirteen miners trapped the in a Peru collapsed thing? mine. Yep. She was a guest on Coast to Coast post Art Bell, so it's, it's not yeah. Art Bell years. The next day and like shore said that, to shore and said that she thought twelve of them had been found alive. Later in the same broadcast, it was found out because news happens, there was an exterior or an earlier report saying some had been found and it was incorrect. Brown immediately redirected her statement to say that she didn't think any would be found. So, she ended up being correct, but only while literally during the same broadcast, flipping the switch. Totally flipping the switch. Other side. She eventually went on to predict that Obama would not not gain re-election for a second term, (laughs) and that Osama bin Laden was one place when he clearly was not. Her draw was kind of dwindling at this point in time. After having appeared on a number of shows outside Montel, she had enough draw to go back off-screen and focus on her church and private readings and consultations. At this point, it was $700 for a half-hour consultation with a four-year waiting list. Jesus. Again, I'm doing something wrong. You gotta think, in four years, even if she got in the prediction, she'd probably been proven wrong anyhow by then. So, like, there went your 700 bucks, Right. In 2009, she married a fourth, fifth, depending on how ah. you're counting time. This was to Michael Ulery, U-L-E-R-Y. She would be 73 at the time. This marriage would last until her death. Now, on the Larry King show, if I recall correctly, it was um, public either way. Uh, she would claim that she was going to die at the age of 88. In 2010, the Skeptical Inquirer would look into her claims over the decades. <coughs> they found that of the ones she, or that could be verified, she was correct roughly 0% of the time. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was a total fucking fraud. She would be alive to hear this, but it would not stop her son, Christopher, from carrying on the church and... Uh, live according to his mother's claim that he had her abilities to see the future.
0: Well, of course. Why wouldn't he? Mm. He's got a gold mine, and he didn't have it. she's just still selling shares of gold mine. and yeah, see, He bought di- into it.
2: Yeah, but see, the difference is, is like this is an actual producing gold mine. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the difference. It though. is. The angels yeah. didn't
0: tell him like financial yeah. advisors told him. <laughs> Take it, dude. It doesn't matter whatever you got going on here. Just keep doing it. It doesn't matter if you're right or not. Nobody cares. You're gonna get seven hundred dollars every thirty minutes.
1: So ultimately his predictions are also mostly incorrect. But in t- 2012, he was getting eight hundred and fifty
2: dollars per 30-minute phone call. Oh my god. I don't want to do this topic anymore. <laughs> I just don't I, I just don't want do to do it. He doesn't even have you're
0: not even meeting him face to face. You're taking it on a phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Wait, uh, really? Yeah. Uh I did not need to know this. We need to finish up this topic. (laughs) I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. I just, like, you know... I'm doing heavy lifting. (laughs) So... This this stuff makes me feel like a retard. (laughs) This is, like, ridiculous. You got people with... Jesus, you know... (coughs) They just make
0: some
1: shit up, and they're getting 850 bucks for a half hour. And
0: there's a four-year waiting list.
1: Like, I love charging consulting fees, don't get me wrong, but you've got to be shitting me. This is $1,700 an hour. Uh Uh-huh. And the thing of it is, is I can predict
2: with Uh micrometer... I work three hours a week. The thing of it (laughs) is, is I can predict with micrometer precision exactly... The position of my gas gauge when I haven't been in my car in three days. These idiots can't do. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. So I really don't want to talk about this. He's anymore. He's just sitting
0: there. He's chilling out in his underwear, walking around the house. Maybe I'll make some bacon and eggs for breakfast. Eating oh some yeah, wings. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, sitting there scratching. Maybe sitting down in the hot tub. Yep. Taking a sauna.
1: Get a blowy. Finish <laughs> finish this. Finish this. I'm angry. November 20th, 2013. <laughs> Brown died at Good Samaritan Hospital in San Jose, California. Well, she I hope didn't die a painful after suffering or after having suffered a stroke a couple of years earlier. Yay, she was 77 years old, <laughs> not 88, proving that one can even die wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. Wow. So, uh, uh, I, I've like,
0: never felt so happy to close down my windows.
1: I remember this lady on TV, right? And and she felt like when you listened to her, she seemed very sincere, like she really believed what she was saying. But all of it was <coughs> absolute fucking flimflam. It was bullshit. And, and and honestly I think that people like that have prevented us from having people like that nowadays because <laughs> we learned that that's some bullshit none of them know what's going on don't go nah, that's why psychic readers psychic readers only have a lease for three months because they're gonna be out of business Nobody's gonna go see them uh, the damage she did to some families pretty fucking brutal like you know the mom that died without knowing that her daughter was gonna make it. Um, the parents that thought their kids were going to be around when they hadn't all of that is tough because people got to process those emotions and the damage she did went unpunished and I think that's not good but dying wrong I think that might have made up for some of it
0: I think they need to dig up her corpse and fuck it see that one coming bitch She was uh, just a worthless piece of human trash that did all the things just for one thing and one thing only, and that was for that almighty dollar. And, well, lo and behold, she figured out how to do that. So, kudos to you. Congratulations on your great big win in Death at 77. Good riddance to you.
2: So the usual retort to, well, if you're psychic, how come you're not rich? doesn't apply here fuck fuck this <laughs> fuck this Chairs. this sounds like something that friends do I thought we were friends I'm extremely uncomfortable with that I know then let do you a hug?